All right, welcome to the latest installment of the Run to Daylight uh, podcast. We got in a little late uh, due to some technical difficulties, but I'm joined by Billy Musio, and we are doing a live FFPC draft out of the 10 spot. Um, We've already agreed on who we're going to look for in the first round, um, and we are going to be texting um, backwards. So I see Liz Ballard and Henry Muta wondering where the podcast is. It is live. And we are live with our friends from the FFPC uh, doing an FFPC 350 uh, best ball draft with, uh, I mean, football guys draft with 500,000 up top. At some point, Billy, I want to talk about the, um, the new best ball $125 tournament when we get into the later rounds and we're sick of looking at each other's faces, <laughs> Billy and I have never, um, it, have never done a draft before. So uh, together, so this is going to be learning on the fly. You can see the draft board up and um, you can also see Billy and myself. So um, hi, Liz. What spot are you in? Henry, are you in? So if you want to join the conversation, we um, we are looking at the uh, the comments. Saquon Barkley making it to seven. Uh, Billy, I am not a huge uh, Saquon guy this year. What, what are your thoughts? Um, at pick seven, I am. I think Tyreek went a little early. I, I'm seeing Saquon go in the top five every draft, him and Jonathan Taylor. So both those guys fell a little bit, and I'm – um, hoping the guy that we want is here after this next pick. Yeah. And he is. So let's, let's I, I will make the selection. We wanted Ezekiel Elliott. I think that uh, a lot of people um, a lot of people are what was I saying? I, I got confused. We think a lot of people are taking recent biases in weighing them too heavily because in the beginning of last year when Dak was on the field uh, and the offensive line was healthy, um, Zeke Elliott was a top two, top three running back. And so with the offense coming back together, Dak on on track for week one, the offensive line is healthy again. Um, I like Zeke Elliott at at pick 10. Yep. And we are, um, I'm going to add a couple names to our queue. I'm doing the same. And then I'm going to I'm going to refresh. We have to refresh and see, to see each other's uh pe- people. Um I was interested in Austin Eckler actually if he had made it, but um it looked oh man, I went to full screen. Exit full screen. Um I wouldn't mind one of the tight ends here, Billy. Um, uh, possibly, possibly. So if yeah. they're if they're stupid enough to leave us both of the tight ends, yeah. So in the first round, we have seen a total of ten running backs go off the board. That's uh that's a first for me. It's usually eight or nine. So that's a, that's a really run heavy crew today. Yep, yep. Well, I mean, we did say that we would be uh, that we would be doing this, so. I, I think we got a lot of people 
Oh, Najee Harris at 2-1. There's uh, a reach. I mean, there's a, an interesting pick. <laughs> so Waller went. Um, I, I uh, We've got three guys in the queue. Um, the guy in the number two spot is my favorite. What about you? Um, I like the guy in the number one spot. I just think the consistency, the O-line, and the usage is going to be a little bit more consistent. You don't worry about uh, – I mean, I don't have a share of either, so I'm willing to go either way here. Um, but I do worry about the other player that is there. Um, you know what? I'm okay with it. Yeah, I think so, he's been going in the first for me in a lot of drafts. I'm happy to get him every time on the turn at two, and I think that he is a candidate at a dark horse to lead the NFL in rushing yards. Well, don't get me wrong. He's my favorite, uh, and we took Nick Chubb over Joe Mixon. I wanted Joe Mixon. Uh, uh, Billy wanted Nick Chubb, but Nick Chubb's my favorite running back in the league. My concerns with Nick Chubb have nothing to do with Nick Chubb. It, it has to do with Kareem Hunt and the t- and the fact that they're determined um, to s- to to split the two of them. Um, but I'm happy to get it. And that, you know, this is one of the reasons why I like splitting drafts with other people is because you get exposure to people that you necessarily weren't on. Yeah. And, and then you get, you know, different opinions. And, and, and I think that we had talked about the, the bye week for Christian McCaffrey and a lot of people are looking at it as a negative. And, and I think I told you on the last time I recorded was I actually like having, um, Christian McCaffrey fall now in drafts to pick two, pick three sometimes as people overreact to the bye weeks because yep. you get Henry, 12. Henry Mudo asked that question. Yeah. So with round 13, so it's the same example with Chubb here is the same thing with Christian McCaffrey is their values falling, but you still get the same talent. Yes. You don't get them in the first week of playoffs, but you get 12 healthy weeks of a top tier running back through the season to get you into playoffs and I just think that that's an advantage um, over having somebody have a buy in the middle of, of like week six or seven when you really need to win. Um, I think as long as you back it up with another running back um, that doesn't have a buy in, in that in that week, I think that it's safe. Yeah, I, I, I mean, again, as a tiebreaker, uh, again, I would have taken Joe Mixon, who's who's by um, is in week 10. Uh, but I don't have any Joe Mixon either, and I'm feeling a little left out that I didn't draft some of him earlier. Um, I do have concerns with with him as well, so it's not like I don't have um, questions about Mixon either. So um, I just filled up the queue. I went position by position. You you might want to. Um, I just refreshed. Yeah. So basically, Billy. You know, you and I wanted to come out of the first two rounds with two running backs. Um, why don't you explain why you wanted to do it, and then I will explain why I wanted to do it. Uh, I like having the consistency that you get with a top-tier running back on a week-to-week basis. Uh, don't get me wrong. You're going to find some value in rounds three, maybe rounds um four in some aspects with some running backs, but to be able to land two top running backs in the, in I should consider that, you know, running back one tier, um, I think just proves to be very valuable in these FBG drafts, be able to rely on two guys consistently week in, week out, kind of set it and forget it. Um, and then I'll let you kind of describe the other part, which I also agree with. Yeah. So to me, 
I'm a big I'm big on Rotoviz and and a lot of their research. And what the research has found is that pretty much wide receivers outscore running backs throughout the draft from start to finish. In general, wide receivers outscore running backs. So to me, what I look to do when I draft is I want to draft my running backs when I think they're as close to the wide receiver values that I have as possible. And with the theory being, if I'm only giving up, let's say, 15, 20 points over a season in round one and two, and I'm giving up two to three rounds worth of value in round seven or six, uh, because what happens is with positional scarcity, people end up drafting running backs, not because they like the player, that they're the best player on the board, but because they need a running back. So uh, that's why I like to do it. Uh, let's see that. Ooh, um, Liz got Antonio Gibson, took him over A.J. Brown. I would have been all over A.J. Brown at the end of round two. Devontae Adams, the last two drafts that I've done came in right around where he is. I think he's a fabulous value there. I and I do think Rodgers will end up being the starter, Billy. You? Oh, I understand why he's dropping. I think it's a little too much because even if it's not Rodgers, I mean, they just they just signed uh, Blake Bortles. I mean, they got, I know they got Andrew Love. Or I get I know they got Love there, um, but I think that even if it is Blake Bortles, I mean, look at the seasons that Allen Robinson had with Blake Bortles, and I think that Devontae Adams is a better talent uh, of a wide receiver. So I'd have to believe that. And it's the a floor. better offensive line with yeah, a better running game. Just um, altogether a better team. So I think that that's kind of the floor if it was Bortles starting, um, or even if it was Love starting, I think that they could throw together a pretty good season. So at at the end of round two to pick up Devontae Adams, I like that value. Yep. Um, yeah, fair Ooh. point uh, to Todd Hunter. Um, we'll try not to mention who we didn't choose until they're gone. All right, and Joe Mixon did end up going all the way down um, at almost near the end of the first round. That's the latest I've seen him go for a while. Uh, looking at the rest of the round, uh, Beach Junkies, um, I hate to use the word reaching for Clyde Edwards, Hilaire, but to me that's a reach. Um, and uh, DeAndre Swift making it to the beginning of the third round. I've seen him falling lately. People actually buying into the Jamal Williams hype, I think. Yeah, I'm not buying it. I, I think that team's going to run a lot. I think they're both going to be um, viable, and I think that it's going to be able to support both of them. But I still think that Swift is you know, 60 to 65% of that, of that share. I'm going to invite Bradley to join, jump in uh, a little later and join us and give some thoughts. That if sounds he's good. A, if he's around, I mean, there's no reason he shouldn't come join us. Right, Non-biased opinions. We should draft Mike Davis for him then so he can hate us. <laughs> yeah. So uh, looking at our, our board here, um, I don't think uh, at this point I mind sharing our thoughts on our third round pick, which is that we're going to take the best player available uh, regardless of – because we've got to uh, – because we got two uh, running backs already, you know, uh, you don't mind taking a third running back. I don't mind taking a third running back. But if we like a wide receiver better or a tight end better, we'll take one. Did I, I talk just, out of school? 
No, I was sorry. I was updating the the queue. I just moved some players around. Okay, I'm gonna. I just refreshed. And I took the guy off because I can't. And it's taking a long time to refresh. Oh, there we go. I I really hope this 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 player makes it back to us. Oh my! The guy you have in number one. Yes. I like the one in number two a lot too. I like that guy as well. I just think there's a massive teardrop after after the guy at number one. All right. Remember, you won the last one. I did. Yes. All right, let's look. Let's look at the other people. Oh, in the queue. he just what your your well, guy just went. All right. So McCl- I wanted McLaurin. Um, we both like Dobbins here a lot, uh, and and we're gonna go J.K. Dobbins. Oh man, I love. It. I can't believe he fell to us in round three. I've been seeing him go in round two to three turn. I saw him. Oh my gosh! Yeah, that is. Uh, you know, I wasn't drafting him at all in the middle of the second round. Uh, but once you get past like three, four, or three, five, I think that's right around where his value is. And uh, let's look to make sure that there's no one else on my, uh, that we're missing in the queue, real quick. And we've got four names now with four picks to go. So we're going to get somebody we like. And then uh, uh, Julio was not on our list. Uh, some talk about him going to the um, the Patriots. I don't know why he wants to do that. It has to be money-based. I don't think they're in any position to go to a Super Bowl. I don't Oh. That, you know, that's who you wanted? No, no, he was on my list, but that wasn't the number one. The number one I have in the number one spot who I want. Um, I like the guy you have in the number one. Yeah, me as well. But I like the guy in the number four a little bit more. Okay, I'm fine with that as well. Um, But I've got some of him. And I've I haven't start yeah. Let's see who makes it. Yeah, let's see who makes it, and then I'll tell you why I like one a little bit more. But I'm completely fine doing number two as well. Oh, I I I, I think I know your reasoning, and I, I'm gonna go with it. Okay. I uh, he's my most owned player at that position right now. All right, so a good thing for us because we got our three wide receivers. We were talking about um, Mark Andrews or one of the wide receivers. I'm good with Mark Andrews here. I yeah, I, I think that I think I like there's the a stack. huge teardrop. Yeah, I um I mean there's still there's still Hawkinson on the board, which I actually have ranked above um, Mark Andrews, but I like the stack that we had, were able to get with Dobbins. So. Um, that to me is valuable. You're, you're almost guaranteed a touchdown from a week to week basis between those two positions. I think that's early. I think that's early for Josh Jacobs right now. That's about where he's going now. I've been seeing him slide to five lately into four. I mean, it's, it's about a half a round, but I guess get, get your guy. I guess that's what that is, is just go out and get him. 
So I'm uh, adding to the board for our next two. I just I just messaged you on Twitter my thoughts. Perfect. I do like the one you added there, though. Well, what I do is I go position by position. Yeah. And that's how I do it. And then I'll let you adjust them as we go. Okay. You know, so basically all I'm doing is putting everyone that I would be okay with taking in one of those two next picks. And then what I do is I try and compare how many are in the queue to how many picks we, you know, are, are to our second pick. Yeah. And then I, I look to see, you know, I start looking at, okay, well, we're not going to get somebody that I really like here. <clears throat> you know, start looking at some other <clears throat> things. So we've got 24 names. Yeah, we, we easily got two people that we like. <clears throat> um, refresh. I want to talk to you about taking a couple guys out. Okay. Let me just move one up for me. Okay. I'm refreshed. All right. Number 11 I want to take out. Okay, yeah, I'm fine with that, especially with our build. Yep. Um, and number eleven again. Um, yes, I agree. I'm also okay taking out number eight. I'm going to refresh and make sure it's the same number. I'll do that. Although I think the player is a good value there. And now I'll refresh again. <clears throat> All right, let's take another look at comments. If we don't get to your comments quick enough, it's because we are doing a live draft while podcasting um, because we're just good, that good that we think we can do that. You know what my best quality is, Billy? Your looks. Okay, so you know what my second best quality is? Um. I'm, my, my, I, thought, my I thought I ended at one. No, my humility. <laughs> That's always been one of my favorite jokes, because obviously if your humility is one of your best qualities, you wouldn't mention it. <laughs> All right. So um, we see Josh Allen go at 4-7. Uh, how is that ADP-wise? Kyle Pitts ahead of TJ Hawkinson. I don't, I don't get that, but you know, I, I, I understand that the pits fever, but um, you know, Hawkins, uh, I, I don't know. I just, I, I will not own a single share of, of pits. I just can't do it. I, I think he's a great talent. I think he's going to be a very good tight end, but I just don't think it's going to be year one. He would have to be the exception. I mean, with the last person to do it was, was it, um, 
I mean, Rob Gronkowski had a pretty was a pretty good rookie, rookie year. I think it was was it Ditka? Was was it the last one? Nineteen sixty. Yeah, um, pretty sure it was. But I, uh, I mean, Ditka's <laughs> rookie year was like sixty to sixty three or something. But that was um, good for back then, you know. And uh, are you talking about? Oh, he was. He, he he changed him and John Mackey changed the position. And um, and that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't think that I mean Pitts is is has that type of talent, but. To come in, even if Julio's traded. So if Julio's traded, my projections go up. But I only have Pitts projected for like mid seven hundred yards and like six touchdowns. And for that type of of production, that's more like round six seven, I think, for the tight end position. Like I'd much rather have T.J. Hawkinson ahead of him. I'd much rather have right now Noah Fant ahead of him. Um, I just can't draft him in round three and four like he's been going. Ingram's rookie year was great. Yeah, I think that's Wheeler. Yes. Yeah, he had a pretty good rookie year, but it was nowhere in comparison to like Ditka's rookie year. And um, I just, I think Kyle Pitts is being way overdrafted. I agree. So um, I am writing an article for uh, Football Diehards again. It will actually be in their magazine. I'll be reviewing a draft. Um, and I just got an email that I need to cut it from 2,000 words to 1,500. Anyone who knows me is not surprised that the um, that I was a little wordy. So um, <laughs> what what we're what we're also uh, I don't see any big reaches, but what you are starting to see is that next tier of running back that you don't feel as good about going: Mike Davis, Chris Carson, Josh Jacobs. Um, I feel pretty good about David Montgomery where he is. You know, he's the lead back in the fourth round. Uh, Miles Gaskin, I think, you know, I like Gaskin, but there's still a chance they add somebody. So um, I feel pretty good with us getting uh, the three running backs that we did. Uh, and, uh, yeah, I'm feeling pretty good right now uh, for a guy who doesn't have a wide receiver. Yeah, that's my only concern. We don't have a wide receiver yet, but I think based on our build, getting our stack, and the caliber of players that we have for those positions, I'm okay with not having a receiver right now. Yeah, and and I'm okay taking a quarterback with this next pick. You know, I can't talk about the names, um, and I don't have a stack of the guy, uh, but um, yeah, uh, there's some there's some good quarterbacks out there right now. I sent you a text. Yeah, I, I, I agree. Um, I don't see. Well, you're just going to have to tell me who you want. I want Lamar. I want to complete the stack. So you do. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm good with that. I, I don't get to see that very often this late in a position, like at 1.10 to be able to, this is more of a stack built for like, I think like picks three through six. I, I've already, I've already got, um, I've already got one of those. Where did you draft from? I'm curious. Cause I don't see it this late normally. I got them in the fourth and the sixth, but it was right after the, uh, the NFL draft. Literally the first day of football, guys. Remember that uh, that zero 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 running back draft I did? 
Yes. <laughs> I've uh, part of the reason it was a zero 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 running back was the fact that uh, the fact that uh, I, uh, I I t- I took uh, Andrews in the fourth and. Uh, after going wide receiver, wide receiver, I, I just couldn't pass on Andrews late fourth and uh, and Lamar in the sixth round. There was just no way. Yeah. So That's I see late. who Mark, you, I see Mark who you've the got at number one. Yep. Um. Yeah, the guy that I wanted at number one just went T Higgins. I was um, that's a 50-50 for me. I like them both, but I'm sad to see him go. Yeah. Yeah, I'm good with uh, your number one, but I want I would want number three instead of number two. Oh yeah, I just moved him actually. I didn't add three. I'm gonna refresh. Hopefully, we got time. Perfect. I I love that this guy fell to us. Uh, that okay? Yeah, I'll take him. I see it. I'm going to have a lot of him. I think he's in every draft I've, every FBG I've done so far. I think, and, I, I think I'm high that, ownership too. <laughs> and there's, and there's that sneaky chance that Aaron Rodgers does get traded there. Uh, we're talking about Cortland Sutton. We took him in, in the sixth round. Um, I felt like, um, I felt like that's, uh, that was a no brainer. All right, so let's look at some of the other people. Yeah, I over think, Wham Bam twenty seven eight forty over Ayuk. Um, I'm not a big Ayuk fan, uh, honestly. This year, I I feel like it's a run first offense. Uh, you've got Kittle, you've got Debo, and you've got Ayuk. I mean, I shouldn't say I'm not an Ayuk fan. I'm not a fan of his ADP. A lot like Dobbins. He was a guy I was fading early, and unlike Dobbins, he hasn't started dropping yet. So, um, and and for me, you've heard my my reasoning. I for those of you who can see the red and gold behind me, uh, I love the 49ers, and I love Ayuk. I think he had a great rookie year, but I don't think he has that year if Debo and Kittle are both healthy, um, or if one of the running backs was healthy the entire time. I think he was force fed. And I think he had propped up stats versus than what he would have had had we had everybody on the field. I will, um, I, I I am projecting a a bit of a a bit of decrease in his production this year. Yep. <laughs> um, he's off the board now. Thank you, Liz. <laughs> Liz Tuckham? No, she said you're discussing players still on the board again. <laughs> Well, someone directly asked about Ayuk. They did. But we will try and wait. All right. So, um, did they just time out? I think pick six timed out. We'll find out in a second if there's an asterisk on there. Nope, they picked Noah Fant and then Javante Williams went. All right, yeah, so I'm starting to add names. I mean, up until that point, I really – I mean, okay, take that back. I like the wide receivers five has. I don't like the tight end, and I don't like 
the fact that Javante Williams is his running back one. I, I think that the wide receivers are deadly, but to be relying on two rookies as your number one for two different positions is is a little scary for me. Yeah. What What are your thoughts on that, Todd? Uh, I'm sorry, I was adding to the queue. Uh, uh, oh, and what? T- uh, well, so, I, I in that zero running back team, I've got Javante Williams as my wide uh, running back one. Uh, that being said, I thought I could pass Gaskin through, and I couldn't. Um, or uh, so uh, I, I think. Look, I, I think that if you're gonna go zero running back, that's the way you do it. It's gonna look ugly. Right, so it'll just be interesting to see what afternoon does the rest of this afternoon, as it relates to what running backs he ends up with. Um, I don't want to give him the strategy that I would use, uh, but if you're gonna go zero running back, you got to commit to it, and you need guys that are high upside. And Javante Williams was clearly my number one guy left on the board. So um, now I will take a shot at him and say there's no way I take Cooper Cup in the fifth. I, I agree, I, especially I, with I the take, wide receiver build you already I had. I take Kareem Hunt there. Um, I, 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 you know, I worry about uh, Cup coming off an injury. And I don't have a ton of names here, but I'm also leaving out quarterback because we've got one and there's some good quarterbacks still on the board just i know that he's on the on there but he's gonna go here soon is justin herbert because we don't need a quarterback right now so i'm completely fine talking about a player on the board i have justin herbert projected for nearly five thousand yards this year i i think that the chargers adding the offensive line help that he needed um them bolstering that and the rookie year he had was arguably the the best rookie year from any quarterback in NFL history. And um, the only rookie record he didn't break was Andrew Luck's passing yard record uh, from 2012. But every other rookie record he he smashed. And I think that he builds upon that campaign. Um, I want you to go through um, the, the, the list. You know, I've added the cues to people I like. Okay. Go through, especially if you think we need a position. And see if I missed anyone. The top four are, are exactly my four and almost in that same order, but I'm okay. That order right there, I'm fine interswapping either of those. No, no. What I mean is there might be players that I oh, didn't add to the queue. Gotcha. That you want. So go position by position and let me know when you're done. Okay. I mean, let me take a look here. Uh, and and I'll, 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 I'll just also throw in on the uh, – I'm not as high on Herbert as you are. And uh, there's two reasons. Better offensive line meets better running game. And their defense was all banged up last year. They've got a new defensive coach. I'm expecting that defense with all the talent that's there to be better. I just don't know that they're going to be in as many shootouts as they were last year. So I feel like Herbert is being drafted at a ceiling. That's understood. I mean, that's... That's that's understandable. I I would agree to disagree, but um, time will tell. Yeah, I mean, I I think one of the things that most people don't do is is they don't consider what defenses are going to improve and what defenses are going to get worse and how that will affect 
how pass happy happy teams are. Um, and and I I mean the Chargers were a real niche pick as top defense last year. A lot of smart people were drafting them um, for their football guys teams. It didn't work out. But a lot of times it's the next year when that defense really improves. And with a new coach, you know, I just don't know about the pace. We need to broadcast on delay. Um, (laughs) I am am now, I think it's finally gotten through my head. If the guy's in the queue, I'm not going to talk about him. (laughs) <laughs> or we uh, will just to throw you off i'm really really upset that raheem Mostert just went because you, you you and i are both really high on him this year absolutely not yeah <laughs> i think he, i think he might get cut actually yeah. um, I, I didn't think so until you actually said it and then i started looking around more i still think it's i still think it's a, uh there's a chance but i'm not i'm not betting on it no i'm not betting on it either but the, sometimes I mention things that could happen that, you know, a 10, 15, 20% chance because nobody is even considering that 10 to 20% chance. Yeah. If, it, you know, if, um, you know, they almost didn't pay him last year. That's true. And, you know, and he was the clear number one guy. So um, you mix that with... Um, with uh, Shanahan's way of falling in and out. I mean, I mean, it would be the most Shanahan thing ever if Jermichael Hasty ends up winning the starting job or Wayne Gallman. Um, oh, we, we're talking about the 25th round now. But I, I'm, I'm kind of joking, uh, so we're not really talking about players. But, oh, wow. All right, we're up next. And but we're going to really, get – I really I like – I have the number three guy ahead of the number two guy. Just so you know, let me I, uh, refresh. I do too. I just didn't want to. I just didn't want to do it because I've. I didn't want my my uh, my uh, biases to kick in here. Yeah, and the number three guy has a little bit better chance, possibly, of making it to. Um. The next pick. Yep. But oh I don't God. think so. Oh man. Well, we got to go with the number one guy. I, I agree. It All could right, be the so, steal of a draft. Uh, yep. Yeah, and the number two guy, well, he's at a different position possibly. All right. So um, let's look at our team now. We've added our second wide receiver. And and I really feel like this is the best part. Of, I mean, it couldn't have worked out any better for us. I'm high on Sutton. I think you know, Beckham in the seventh round, any concerns you might have are gone. Um, Juju was the guy damn, that was there's, and there, there's the guy who there, just yeah. went, God damn yeah. you. Huggers. So, uh, Debo was the, the other guy we were considering there. So we need to start looking. I've actually got number three. Let me, I just moved somebody. So hold up, up refresh real quick and make sure it's the same number. Okay. What number do you have? We're on the clock. It's, it hasn't. Uh, it hasn't gone up. I've got number three as the number one. I I really worry about. I think the number one guy slowed down a bit last year. 
And I just think the consistency of number three. But I mean, does Chase 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 being there? Does he scare you? Yeah, I'm okay. You know, I'm fine with number one. I I mean, he was. I drafted the the the, the snot out of him last. Year. I I'm fine with with number three as well. But I just want to. I'm I'm okay either way. I'm gonna let you pick because I won. I I won two of the previous ones. Yeah, I'll let you win again. It's so <laughs> close. I don't have much of number three or number one, and um, and I know you had to mention that name, but um, so now we've got three wide receivers. Uh, you know, out, again, uh, out of a t because running backs go so early and tight ends go so early. This is the a tier of wide receiver where I think you have guys all three of them that we have that could end up being second, third round. Uh, values yeah and i think people are a little nervous with will fuller switching teams and trusting tua but i he's still going to be the deep threat i still think he steps into the immediate number one spot uh Devontae parker has just kind of been that by de facto i don't really think Devontae parker is really that good of a wide receiver it's just kind of been volume based so i, I think will fuller is going to have weeks that's going to win you weeks as well i know he's suspended week one but i'm really not worried about it he didn't seem to me as good as he played to to have that top end gear like he had. <clears throat> um, but he's he's a solid pick there. He's a solid pick there, and I think that we're going to be spending a lot of weeks wondering if we should start Dobbins or Fuller. <laughs> I think so. Right, two running backs two wide receivers and then Dobbins and Fuller. I think we're going to, I think Dobbins will win most of the time, but uh, so Todd Hunter broke his own rule, which just <laughs> goes to show that, you know, when you're that woke and that impressed with yourself, no, I'm teasing. <laughs> um, Huggers took Jerry Judy and I'm sorry. I just don't get, I saw Jerry Judy go in the sixth round of an experts draft um, that I'm doing that article for diehards on. Uh, do you worry about Chubb and OBJ same team every week? No, no, I, I don't. I mean, uh, to me, OBJ was clearly the number one over Debo there. Um, if I had noticed it, because <laughs> I'm doing, you know, this is what happens when you do a podcast. We didn't even consider um, the fact that uh, that Odell and uh, but I, I still think Odell has that first second round upside if he can put it together and uh, I it, I don't know I, I also think the Browns have a legit team this year and um, I think that like you said, I think that Odell could be a steal. He could be this year's Diggs, right? Diggs was going in around seven, six last year. And I think that um, the same type of of value, I'm a, I'm a value-based drafter. I look at players and say, hey, who could easily outperform this ADP? And I think if you were to give me every, every player on that list between six and eight right now, I think Odell would be at the top. Yeah. I'm I'm adding right now. 
I just I just messaged you. You added a lot of names I like. All right, hold on. I just messaged you back. Cat. Up, oh, I think that's perfect there. Oh, your boy Pittman just went. I saw that. I'm sad actually. Is that Liz's team? Good times took Pittman, so no no good times for Billy. It's my sleeper dark horse pick. I love him. You're gonna love a best. Um, I did a my first ever underdog draft, and I took Wentz at quarterback. I was trying to get Pittman, and I don't think I got him. But my three quarterbacks in this underdog 500k were uh, were Wentz, Jameis Winston, and Taysom Hill, and I just loaded up at the other positions. That's dangerous, but I think it might work. <laughs> well, it's dangerous in that. Oh, I and I had uh, Michael Thomas in the third round. Not yeah. So so my my thought is that you know having that Saints stack every week is going to be really good, and then you know maybe you get lucky and uh, Taysom Hill is the quarterback at the end, and he's only in about twenty percent. Of the of the tournament teams, you know he's not going to get drafted all that much in an eighteen rounder. So who did Liz take in the ninth? She took Pittman. Oh Pittman, yeah, she got our she got your boy. Um, Hertz falls to the ninth round. I'm starting to see him fall a little bit. Uh, I think is... it's not necessarily him falling. I think just the position in general is starting to settle. Uh, as like w- what we saw, like especially it's different like, than best ball. It, it is, and and but even in FBG, it's settling. Uh, I think in the very early drafts, like a couple weeks ago, quarterbacks are being drafted higher. But I think just there's more clarity at the position now, and there's really only a few uncertainties. So I think people are okay waiting now. I mean, I would have taken Higgins in the in the fifth and hoped that Lamar made it back, but. The fact that we got Sutton instead of Higgins, uh, I think you made the right call. So did you refresh? No, I have not. Let me refresh right now. You can go and give me numbers, though, and I can – it's almost – No, I just refreshed, too. I I, I didn't know if you had done something. No, I have not. We're on the clock. Are we? It's yeah. not showing me anything yet. Yeah, 46 seconds. It's, I'm still not in. I'm in. I don't like one. I like three. Okay. I, I don't want to wait. Take it. I'm, I'm okay with that. I think, I think one might be there on this next turn even. That's okay. Um... Let's even when even when the quarter, you know, he, he was inconsistent all year last year. 
and and we've got the running back on that team, so I'm not as concerned. Um, the reason I'm really starting to add a lot of Antonio Brown, people don't realize he came off the street last year in game eight or nine. He only played eight games. He got 45 receptions in eight games. You, you add that up, that's 90 receptions. And he did it with literally no practice, no fitness, just walking in. He was the 23rd wide receiver in points per game last year. And, you know, to get Antonio Brown in the ninth round, I, I, ha I have to like that one. So um, there's a guy here. Remember the, the guy that you liked at the running back position that we talked about last time? Yes. Uh, same team as uh, a guy we were just talking about. What do you think? Of, I'm just going to say it. I don't care. I, I want to take Naheem Hines here. I, I like Naheem Hines here as well. I like the PPR upside. It's not in our queue, but. I, I think I one think, of these guys in our queue could make it back to us. Well, and and now we've got four wide receivers. Most of the guys in our queue were wide receivers. And uh, and I don't even mind saying that because wide receiver is going to be good for a while yet. Yeah. Um, a lot of these I, next I, wide receiver tiers are really interchangeable for me. A-Rod and Judy. Watch and learn, BT. Uh, <laughs> Mr. Hunter. Um, I got to say, I really like our team right now. I do too. I think it's played out in our favor. Uh, I, I think that out of everybody, of course, wide receivers are weakest point, but it also could really surprise at the same time. It has upside. But we only need one of them for flex. We've That's got true. four good ones and we only need one of them. I, I like Naheem Hines. Now I feel like with the three we got and Hines, I feel like we don't have to worry about sweating that position. I'd agree. And I I think, God forbid, if anything ever happened to Jonathan Taylor, Naheem Hines has um, RB1 you know, potential week in and week out. Yeah, I just added one more running back to the queue. It was the guy that we talked about um, the last time we, we talked. Me, I'm going to refresh and see if it's who I think it is, who I have my cursor on. Yeah, it wasn't the same guy, but I do like him. Um, I'm going to add the guy who I was thinking too, but I don't think... Well, just wait until I finish the the queue. I can't find my guy. Did he just go and I didn't see him? Text me. Just type him in one second. Oh no, he's still there. I am. Okay. All right. So uh refresh. I just added a bunch of names, so refresh. Okay. The guy I was just added, it just went. God damn you, Liz. 
<laughs> I didn't think he's going to make it back, but there was an outside <laughs> chance. <laughs> yeah, I mean, you could argue him instead of of, of Hines. Yeah. Um, I but, like um, the upside pick, though. And the Gus Edwards would have been a pure handcuff pick, I think. And I, don't I agree. Think he... I think I think if if the starter goes down, Gus is only going to get like 40, 45 percent, maybe 50 percent of the work. I think if Taylor goes down, Hines is a 60 to 70 percent guy. Uh, and I, I agree with that as well. And I think Hines also holds standalone value with Taylor in the lineup verse where I think Gus Edwards, I think ceiling in and as, as Hey, I think Gus Edwards may have um, a lower ceiling, but he also has a lower floor versus Hines. Sending you a message. So we haven't done much of looking at what other teams are doing. And if you were expecting that while you were drafting, um, sorry, but a, a lot of times I, I don't. I, I don't, you know, I'll look at I'll look at who I expect to make it back to me, but I don't spend a ton of time looking at what teams are doing during a draft when I'm drafting because I'm just trying to build the best team that I can. Billy, how about you? I only look for runs. So like when I I don't look at right. indivi- I don't look at individual team rosters that that deep really. Um I'll look at possibly the players around me more closely to see for stacks or what are they possibly going to pick so that I'm just ahead of, uh, of, of their selection. But when I look at the draft board, I'm purely looking at color. I'm not looking at names. I'm only looking at, did, did I just see seven, you know, purples go? Did I just see five reds go like what, what's happening? And then from there, you know, re reacting or adjusting your game plan. So um, I will go back to team five. And he's added Lenny, Pollard, Moss, Daryl Henderson, and Jeffrey Wilson. And I will say, and there goes the running back that I wanted in Rashad Penny um, that I would have taken if he was still, you know. Uh, but the, um, I think in general he's doing it the right way. Guys who are on good teams who will have a big role if, um, if there's an injury – I think he's going to be able to start Javante and Fournette to start the season. And uh, the only one there that I don't like is Zach Moss. I don't think he's a zero running back type. I think the number one running back on that team is uh, the quarterback, and that's not going to change. Yeah, sorry, I'm I'm deep in thought right now at the queue. All right, have you have you done anything with it? Yeah, I moved somebody to number one who I absolutely love in this position, but um, it text may be early me. for you. I'm, I'm refreshing, so text it to me. Message it to you. Oh, yeah. Let's do it. I love it. But let, let's see clock. if I can. Hold on. Let's just wait. Uh, I'm halfway through the, the reload. I also like the second guy, and I take him more. So let's take the first guy. All righty. And this is uh, Brad, Bradley and I have been doing projections, and and I think that this guy has a real chance to be a top 10 um, at the position. I agree. Um, and, and the guy that's now left in number three would be my next pick. Let me refresh. Clearly. 
Absolutely. No. <laughs> Shouldn't have said anything. I like two and three right now too, though, as well. Um. Okay. I'm okay though see, for see I okay. see you know what if I had spent a little more time there was four or five running uh, tight ends I would have liked but only one wide receiver was jumping out at me and if I if I hadn't you know if I had refreshed earlier I think I would have pushed that we take Corey Davis over Ferkser and hope that Ferkser made it I think Ferkser had a much better chance of making it back to us that's my bad though not yours. Uh... Yeah, I just figured both these guys had a chance to go tight end. I didn't think that Huggers was going to go wide receiver there, quite frankly. Well, Komet, who was my number one tight end on the board, I like Ferkser. Well, they're very, very close. See, I really like Komet, but but you still have Jimmy Graham there. I think Komet's going to be used more between the 20s, but Jimmy Graham's the red zone guy. And I think no doubt. No doubt. I think that really limits Komet's upside. I, I love Komet. I, I, I think he's great. I, I think, think the number talent. one guy is is the clear choice here. Yeah, I, I think I'm okay either way. I think the number two guy has a chance to be the number one guy on that team, though. Where I Yeah, I do. I, I, I like I think, both of them. I like both of them. I'm going to let you pick because I'm okay with either or right here. I I don't really have a preference over no, these No, you two. know what? The, dra- the draft capital. The draft capital. Is. That's going to be a much better offense, I think, in general, too. Yeah, I think so, too. I mean, look at him down the stretch. I'm going to, just so I can actually speak to it, I'm going to pull up his, yeah, his stretch his stretch run here. So Jalen Rager here, his game logs. We saw, once he was actually like healthy, like weeks... 10 through 17, like he was averaging just about six targets a game. And I think that was just as they were going through a lot of uncertainty in the offense. But when he actually got to play um, with Hertz, I mean, I think he did well. So I, I really like the upside that he has. I think that offense is going to be better this year. And I, I know they drafted Devonta Smith, but I think that Rager has a chance to be the number one on that team. Yeah, no, I I liked it. The more, and that's this is why I love drafting with someone else. Um, The podcast is also very distracting, Um, you know. And I'm adding the cue and making sure we didn't miss people. Um, But um, all right, so I'm going to start adding again. Can you throw me backstage real quick, and I'm going to use the restroom? Yeah. Oh, sure. Hold on. All right, so it's up to me uh, to talk while I'm putting names in the queue, which is fine. And I'm sorry, but it is important that I do this. And I also want to move people around on our draft board.
All right. So uh, waiting for Billy to make it back. Uh, let's see. All good. You're the one with the money on the line. Wheels. Love you, Wheels. Thanks. Um, all right. So Aaron Rodgers in the 10th round. I took him in the ninth round of my second football guys. Um, and uh, Aaron Rodgers. I was just talking about Aaron Rodgers in the 10th. Refresh. I not only did the cue, but I, um, I, I, I put it in the order I want it. Okay. And then uh, go through and see if I missed anyone. Go through the positions and see if I missed anyone. I just added one more, two more. I added one. I'm fine waiting on that one, but just to throw them on there as a, as a reminder. Mm -hmm. All right, I'm going to refresh now, so I'm good. No more changes, right? Uh, let me just give me two seconds. I'm just going through each position. Yep, yep, yep. We're only five or six away, so want to have uh, more time this time. Yeah, I like all the names you've added. That's kind of my list as well. All right, and... I just I'm refreshing. Okay. Yeah, I don't have anything to add for this turn. So, um, Jared Cook to our friend in the number two spot gets another a, a backup to uh, you using the calculator, Billy. I am using a calculator. <laughs> it's right on. <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't do math in my head quickly. I can, but certain things. All right. So we're four away. Are you're okay with the top three? Um, number one, I'm not crazy about. I I I still think there's an off chance that um, depth is added there. I, I I like it, but it has me concerned. I think I would I would rather have three over one. Um, two, I'm fine with as two, and then. Um, well, I mean, three was there last time, so I'm okay with three. Yeah, and I, I like six a lot as well. Yes, I know you do. I don't think that that's a bad pick either. I also think we need to address number 10, not necessarily the player. Um. I don't know, man. I don't see any value. Anybody I like there left. Yeah, no, I'm not saying for this turn. I'm j just in general. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Well, honestly, if when I look at one and two, yeah, and, uh, and, uh, versus three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, and ten, I I mean we're guaranteed to get one of one of two with the next one. Yep. I uh, I want I I I think we'll as much as I like three, and I don't expect them to make it. Well, you know. You want to just go three? I think so, because I think one or two will make it back. Okay. And this guy we almost took last time. Correct. All right. And he's been going now, earlier than that. Oh, yeah. Well, let's look. I got... I got uh, 143 is his average right now. Okay. And where did he... And where did we get him? 13. That's why I did the calculator 13 times 12 because <laughs> I can't do math in my head. Oh, right, right, right. See, I, <laughs> I could have done that. And then I was doing that. I just subtracted the difference. Like, oh, we got a full round of value on him. I'm just not a Tevin Coleman fan this year. I feel like he's shot. I know he had, he, he looks like the lead guy there right now, but uh, in that offense, I, I don't see him winning you an FBG or even the. Uh, let's no, look he's at kind of he, a. I think he's a floor pick at this point. Right, and I, I'm not looking for floor picks at this point. No, me neither. Coleman's dust. Yes, I I agree too. The only the only thing that he has going for me, he has the the coach connection, right? And and there's not a lot of guys on that depth chart. I, I think right, that, but his, but his upside is what limited 40, upside, 50, 40, 50 percent of the work on the Jets. <laughs> yeah. All right, so see Wheeler likes our pick. Mooney, great snag. I we we almost took him last round, and we decided to go Rager over Mooney. Yep, yep. And it, so really good call for you because Rager wouldn't have made it back. I yeah, I think so. And I didn't study ADP as much as I should have before this. I was work was running a business is a lot. Um, so uh I think if one is there, I, I get I get the I get my pick. Yep, do your thing. Oh, there you go. The other one, yeah. the other one went anyways. I mean, you know, we're talking about high upside, and um, you know, as much as Mike Davis, they might add somebody, but right now, fourteenth round. What, what, what's Hawkins ADP? Hold on. I think one fifty six. No, it's moved. Uh, one sixty-one. Well, I see him at. Uh, I'm. I'm looking at the draft board. He's fourteen uh, uh, eight. Fourteen yeah. eight and fourteenth round. So fourteen one two three four five. Looking at it that way, we took him at fourteen three. So we we took him right around where he's going. Yeah, that's called get your fucking guy. Excuse my language, but. Well, it's not even my guy. I haven't even watched tape on him, but uh, I just think that Mike Davis as the, you know, kind of only running back in Atlanta, you know, uh, we we all know how rookie running backs can come out of nowhere and and just crush. Uh, it, it it's it's a dart, but it's a dart that I don't mind. All right. So 
I literally was just about to add Carson Wentz to the queue when he went. No, there's a player that I'd much rather wait on that I think will be there much later. I'm going to message you the name. All right. No, I was just putting, you know, people in the queue that. That I wouldn't be morally opposed to. So I messaged you a guy. I'm not going to say his name. Dark Horse Candidate. I had so much of that guy last year. And I think based on um, some factors that um, where I wouldn't um, take that person, I'm going to add him to the queue. But I'm also going to add one other, two other names that I would consider. Um, I, I, I think considering everything that we're doing here, that's not a bad... Honestly, I think you can wait until the not even this upcoming turn here, but the following. I I don't disagree. I'm just looking um, at here now that we have some time. I'm actually going to take a, a minute here since we're live as well and look through teams. I have to say I really like our team right now, Todd. I think it's it's shaping up really well. I like the dart throws we have for the later picks from rounds 12, 13, and 14, even including you know round 11 in there. Um, I like our base that we have with our running backs, our stack for um, for Baltimore between the running game and the passing game. And then I really like our our, um, our being able to grab our first wide receiver in round six for this build. I think it turned out pretty damn good. Yep. Which is why we did it. We did it because we felt like we could, you know, you could get good running backs late. And that's just the way that, you know, during the best ball season, I was taking one stud running back and then really punting running back until the doubled, almost the double digit rounds and then just really going nuts uh, with it. Uh, but I, I, I feel like, uh, all right, so uh, I, I, I've put – you better go through just real quick and then okay. tell me to refresh. I, I've got my names in there. So um, to those of you listening, and are you guys enjoying the pod? I know it's a little bit um, – it's a little bit distracting. We're a little distracted doing everything. So I hope you guys who are on this live are enjoying this. I know this I is, like doing it. And this has been a pretty fast draft, actually. We're only an hour I'm in really and we're fast. at and we're at you know round 15. Are you almost ready to refresh? Um yeah, give me like just give me less than 10 seconds. Yep. Yeah, I, I, I think you're ready. And then I, I've got a couple of thoughts I want to throw by you. I, I think, Billy, this has been enjoyable enough that I definitely want to do another one with you. Yeah, I, I agree. And I think our thinking aligns. And, and um, that's always that's always the hardest part when you're drafting with somebody is do, you're, do you agree on certain players? Do you not agree on players? Are you willing to give in on certain areas? And I think that we both did that. And I think this team has shaped up pretty nicely. Look at 11 and 12. 
and and give me your thoughts. I um, let me take a look here. Let's look at the board too. Well, I think that I think the key thing is: is there anyone above eleven and twelve that you really want here? I would take nine before I took. Uh, oh, uh, no! I think the, I think that's a good double tap. Eleven and twelve. Yeah, I I think that's a good call. It's 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 upside. It's also safe, and then from the rest of it, I'm fine with multiple players in the other positions as well. All right, because I also like number three. Like, if I'm not going to do it, it's because I like number three. Yeah, I just have concerns with his um, durability, but I do like the player. I, I would be, I would not be opposed to do that. If you do take three, I would probably um, wait on eleven. I would, I would, I would rather actually do nine. Okay. And then, I, and then, if it's there, one of eleven or twelve, because I really don't care which one it is. Okay, and I'm fine with that as well. I think, I think I'm good with either of those scenarios. Yeah, because um, looking at the that position, position, I mean, I'm going to look real quick. There's no other name. Yeah, I'm, oh, and number twelve just went. Uh, I'm going to go with uh, Eric Ebron here. Okay. I think Pat, you know Pat Fryermuth is scaring people away, but I think the most likely scenario is Ebron is the starter there, and I think there's a big drop off after Ebron at the position, and that and that way we've tapped the three tight ends that we're going to need. I think that when you look at Mark Andrews, Ferkser, and Ebron, I think we've got a very good. Um, draft liz uh, in what what liz just made a, a mention that it's been an annoying draft <laughs> uh, um i'd like to know what she means by that uh, normally people mean that um, she's a lot of to the, her taking of, michael pittman ahead of us and and it's yeah. been an annoyance to us not getting our guys on the way back that's, that's typically that's typically what people mean when they say it's been an annoying draft. <laughs> Devin Singletary, I just noticed, went in the ninth round. Can you uh, – yeah. Oh, okay. CEH should have made it to her. Yes. Yes, he should have. He should have, but he didn't. So you're SOL. But, he, but I think you're going to be happy with DeAndre Swift. Uh, I, th- there's a chance that they're pretty dumb, but um, – and Paris Campbell went. That was the guy when I was talking about number three earlier. Um, and I don't think Ebron would have made it back to us because Hayden Hurst went next. Correct. I think that was All the right. correct. So, and then OJ so, Howard just went too. Yeah. So number eight, I'm okay with, although he didn't look as good. I'm going to pass. Um, what do you think about number one? I think he gets about 11 to 13. 12% target share in that offense. Number two. Number two, I'm going to say he's probably going to be, it could be as low as 10%. It could be as high as 15% target share. I haven't finalized those, those projections yet. Mm, oh boy. Um, I, I, how much time do we have? 20 uh, seconds. The, I could throw out um, 
Num- uh, if you look at the rank, number 226. Okay, I don't... I, I say play it safe here and pick eight. I don't have, I can't see 226. Oh, you're talking ADP, I think. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I took uh, I took the kicker. Um. So real quick on the queue, number eight on our list is a dark horse number 20 pick for me these last couple drafts. I, I like his upside, but I don't necessarily think we have to address that position, but it's no. it's always an option. No, he's he's on my radar now. And by getting the, I, I, I'm just a little, you know, Butker just didn't look as good as he had the previous years. But one thing I've learned is that when you can't decide which guy to take, knock out defense and kicker. So I'm going to add to the queue. Oh, he's deep. Who? I can't. I can't believe it's that far down. Lot number eleven. I just added in. Yeah, it's yeah. Pin- it's funny. I it, I didn't need to refresh. I saw him. I I took me a minute to find him, but I really like. I really like the upside. I'm okay with that. Can't believe there's this many wide receivers ranked above him. Did you just see the guy that I threw in? Yeah, I did actually. I'm a big fan of that pick. Uh, Eleven later. or twelve? Thirteen now. Oh, I don't see a thirteen. Let me add it. I'm going to refresh. I have way too many tabs open at the top. I got to close some of these. <coughs> I can't find what I'm looking for. Todd Hunter said, can confirm Ebron would not have made it back. <laughs> um, Liz was hoping that to start Cook, CEH, Jefferson, and she ended up with – can you move the uh, – Sorry. Move the thing up for a sec. How far up? All the way? Cook, Gibson, Swift. Huh. Huh. Where'd Jefferson go? Jefferson went uh, right before on uh, 3.1. I really like A.J. Brown if at, at, at 2.12. Man, I debated honestly taking A.J. Brown at like 2.03. <laughs> I know, right? I, I love A.J. Brown. Famous Jameis just went. I like that pick. All right, so let's uh, let's look at a couple teams here. Oh, um, look at number eight. I'm going to zoom out so we can see the whole board. There we go. Okay, yeah. There we go. Now we get the whole thing. Look at number eight. 
That's my favorite. And I like number nine, too. See, I'm not a big fan of eight. I like the beginning. I'm just Tyler Lockett's pretty inconsistent. I like him, but more in best ball. No, no, um, no. I'm talking about NRQ, bud. Oh, gotcha. <laughs> I'm all looking at the team here. I'm like, eh, I'm not no, crazy I don't want to look it. at we can look at the teams quickly when this ends. Here, let me refresh so I have the numbers right. Yeah. All right, I'll do the same. And after these picks, you're going to have to throw guys into the queue because yep. I'm going to do what you did a couple rounds ago okay. and walk out. I like I like eight here as well. I like – well, now it's seven. I like seven and eight here. Good. And, and then I also like um, number four here. I just – did you see where I moved number seven? Did no. you follow that? No, I'm going to refresh real quick. Uh, it's loading back up now. And, yep, number one and two. That's perfect. That's the same as me right now. Mm -hmm. um, and I honestly like five as well on the turn. I just moved him to three. But I'm okay waiting on him to the second pick if one of those two are uh, there. Absolutely. Yeah, I, I would I would agree as well. I wouldn't take him on our first pick here either. Mimsy. So uh, if Liz, if one and two, me, sorry, explain to me the Matt Breida pick. I, I mean, he's just done nothing. We, he's been a favorite, uh, for a couple years now. And, uh, uh, explain well, uh, where is Matt Breida, uh, Billy? Uh, Matt Breida now is with the Bills. Okay, I get it. I don't get it, but I get it. I think the person who should have taken him is not not Team Two. <laughs> I could see like Team Eight taking him. He could be the best back there. Uh, all right, so counterpoint. He was supposed to be the best back in Miami, and he wasn't. Yeah, and he was supposed to be the best back in San Francisco. That That's my concern. So we're going to get one of the two defenses. Um, which one do you like better? I like to go with our stack, and I think their defense is legit this year. I didn't even think of that. That I, I agree. I think that is... The, adding the Cleveland defense to Chubb is a no-brainer. Yeah, and Beckham. And Beckham. All right, so I'm going to take one out now. So it's gone. Um, if our number one doesn't make it back, I'm refreshing.
right. So let's look positionally. We've got three, four, five running backs, two, four, six wide receivers, three tight ends, one quarterback, kicker and a defense. So um, we really – Looks like we get our guy. Yep, there he is. We're good. I love it. Round 18. That's unbelievable to me that he's going this late. I'm not going to lie. I would be fine with him as my quarterback one in, in this type of format. I and, tra- he was my most owned uh, quarterback last year for a while, and obviously that didn't work out. I thought he was too cheap last year. Sometimes when you miss on a guy. Um, you have resentment. Yep. Yep. All right. I'm gonna, I'll be right back. Okay. Um, Ed, uh, I think we need some uh, more wide receivers in the queue. So just look and see if I'm missing anyone. Okay, I'm going to add a bunch of stuff to the queue. Yeah, and I mentioned earlier about Baker. I think he does have upside to to be a potential MVP candidate this year with the way this offense is shaping up and and what they're doing with this team. And I think that the arrow is pointing up here for the Browns. And I think that this could be the year that we see Baker um, – or I should say the Browns in general, be the offense that people thought they were drafting when Odell first came over from the Giants. I mean, everybody it, it was high on the Browns and we we're projecting him as a top five, top seven offense. And and it just never panned out. But I think that uh, what we saw kind of down the stretch last year and in the playoffs and, and into um, 2021, I think that that could be the team that we all hoped uh, it was going to be from a fantasy perspective. Yeah, and Wheeler, I agree. Tannehill and 17 is also a massive value. Both those quarterbacks have been going kind of in that 17 to 18 turn there. It's been pretty consistent in these FBG drafts, and and I like both of them. I My only fear with Tannehill is they lost Corey Davis, my beloved. They also lost Jonu Smith, uh, and yes, Ferkser's there, and, and he was also useful last year, but I think that um, that's that wide receiver two is a, is a large void to fill. And I know Corey Davis wasn't the greatest his first three years, but year four, he stepped up and I think all they have now is, is Reynolds and, and the rookie on board. And I, I'm just not a big fan of the weapons that that offense has outside AJ Brown in the passing game. Yeah, I, I'm, I'm not on Tannehill at all this year. Um, I, I and especially with what we've got, um, sorry, I was I, talking, I, I didn't add anybody. I'm going to add right now. <laughs> okay. Um, the, the other thing, um, I, I kind I, I don't know why this is going through my head, but the phrase half milli billies. Yeah, that was pretty creative. <laughs> That's you think, from, I think um, that should the goat district. I, I, I'm not that arrogant to make that our team name, but <laughs> I, I I liked it. I thought it was funny. <laughs> I think that's just the name. It's the name of his show. Oh, really? That's what that's what it that's what it is. Okay, but with your I, name being, I knew I had heard it. <laughs> it's the name of a show because at first I, I read it and I was like, well, I haven't won the half million, so it's a little misleading. And then I was like, Andy spelled my name wrong. But then I, I went and looked at at their channel and there was other shows. I was like, oh, there we go. That's vain of me to think that that oh, was yeah, me. <laughs> Billy, Billy goats, Billy goats. That's. Um, I really like number three here as my number one on, on the turn. 
Okay. Um, a guy I would never pick, so I like it. And then I also, I mean, I also like number 10 as, as just a, a, a dart or because I don't think he's on that team come, come week one. No, I, I don't like number, uh, I'm, I'm, uh, I don't like number 10. Okay. Deleted. I like numbers. I like number six. Yep. I, I like, do too. um, I like, um, I really like number two for the second pick. I just um, added number 11 could be the number two in that offense. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I don't there, like it though. No... What's that? I'm not crazy about it though. Well, I mean, he was one of my most drafted players for like, not last year, but the previous two years. Yeah. And it just never really got to that next level that you wanted it to. Uh, there might not be anybody good in that offense other than the running back. Yeah, I think. Yeah. One wide receiver uh, as well. I'm going through that position. Just added. Um, oh, what do you think of number eight? Oh, refresh real quick. Oh man, your guy just went. The guy just went. I, I really was looking forward to taking him. Yeah, I think he could do well. Well, I mean. <laughs> You know, if everything goes right, he's, you know, we've talked about how that team doesn't draft wide receivers. Oh, you know who's a no-brainer here? I just put him in. Why did he not go? Here, I'm going to text you his name real quick. Take a look. No. No? No. I don't. I think he's a, a weekly sit candidate. I think he's inactive every week. All right, I'm going to go with the guy that at wide receiver that we both liked. Okay, I think that's that's good. Chance to uh, get the number two receiver on the number one offense in the league. So you don't like Josh Reynolds? You said number eleven, didn't you? Oh shit! Yeah, no. I- <laughs> <laughs> I texted you. I text. I said I'm going to text you. I texted you, and you said, oh, I don't like it. <laughs> "I'm fine with either of those." There, really. <laughs> if we had to pick All a right. number two, if we had to pick a number two in an offense, it's better to go the better offense. All right. So, um, I, I mean, I like Eno Benjamin. Can I? Can I have the luxury pick here? Do it. I think that um, everyone assumes he's not going to be the guy. But he he has you know they went out and got Drake a couple years ago because of his wiggle, and he's got so much wiggle, and that offense is going to create a ton of space for the running back. Um, 
I, I just like I just like taking chances on Eno Benjamin. It's worth the upside at this point. And I always look at my round 20 pick as being okay with being your first cut. Right. And, yeah. and, um, I'm, I'm fine with, with that as well. I think that, uh, there may have been one, maybe two other players that I, I, I might've selected over it, but it's one of those things where I don't have a lot of exposure. I don't think I have any, Eno Benjamin. So I'm fine having him as, as one of my first picks here or my first, right. Uh, and- and, and and that's kind of um, why I kind of just gave in on most of the things that you wanted that I didn't, uh, because you know it, that's how you that's how you mix it up, and that's one of the great things. So, um, all right, let's get the. I'm going to do this. I'm going to get our ugly pusses out of the way, and um, back I'll out. Zoom out. And yep, so we can see the whole board. So I can go in one more. And then I'm going to take the brand thing. Uh, the shoot an email thing is over it. There we go. We have to do it that way. Now, hold on. The, the uh, What do they call that? The Can you want to remove the... Um... I'm, I'm trying. What do I have to do? Go to brand and then click logo. Oh, there we go. Oh. I, I was there, but... That was a fast draft, an hour and a half. Yep. Hold on. My daughter's texting me. All right, so that was fast. It's five. Well, not really. Hour, hour and a half. It's about fifteen to twenty minutes faster than normal, I think. Yep. All right, so um, let's look at team one. Um, I like the first three picks, the fourth pick, the fifth pick. I'm not a Logan Thomas fan. I I don't think that the the volume's going to be where it was. I mean, I like Logan Thomas. I just think it's. A little early, um, but he—I don't see any other tight end I would have taken there. We've talked about Herbert, Dylan. That's not a bad team. Not I mean, a bad team. Not, I would have taken DJ Moore over Robert Woods probably, and I would have taken um, Goddard or Fant over Logan Thomas. I think with uh, Curtis Samuel in town, we could see uh, a, a big reduction from Logan Thomas. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I, 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 I was looking at it wrong. Definitely would have taken Fant or Goddard over Thomas. Um, and I definitely would have taken DJ Moore over Robert Woods. I wonder if that's – although, you know oh, – no, I, I looked at it wrong. My, my mistake. It's round six. So he – Goddard and Fant went ahead. That's my mistake. Five more he had a chance to grab. Okay. All right. Yeah, I was right the first time and wrong the second time. Uh, team two, uh, I mean, four, five, six. I think they're weak at wide receiver for sure. Yeah, I'm not crazy about I, – I've never been a big Curtis Samuel fan. I think he has upside, but as your wide receiver three, I'm not crazy about it. Um, I really like the start. I, think, I, I think, love the first four picks, first five picks even with DJ there. Um, yeah. I just think outside DJ – Chase Claypool even has questions on a week-to-week basis. Uh, so I think outside DJ, there's just a lot of question marks. At wider yeah, I, I also think that if you take Hawkinson, if you take one of the top four uh, or five uh, tight ends like we did, 
I, I'm not taking a fourth tight end. And that's why the, the, the guy that you liked wasn't yep. really on my radar for this one. Just from a um, – I'm not saying it's wrong. It's just not what I would do. Um, I, I agree. I, you know, if you get one of those top five, top six tight ends, I don't think you need to throw that fourth one in. But if you're if you're like tight end one is Robert Tunyon, I think that's when you add that fourth. Correct. And then, you know, look, people. One thing we should discuss is with uh, 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 with the the um, the point and a half for the tight end. That's only good if you're a high volume tight end, right? Yeah. Like the Jimmy Graham type, you know, uh, point per reception isn't going to make Jimmy Graham. Um, yep, I get it, Liz. Uh, I like Kels from the two spot too. And then it's different. Uh, uh, but either way, the you know, I just, you know, uh, I mean, look, we're, we're nitpicking. Your 19th and 20th round picks are unlikely to win you or lose you this league. But to me, from just, you know, talking ros- uh, roster construction, uh, to me, I- I'm I'm only looking, if I am going to take uh, a fourth tight end, or even sometimes I won't even take a third, it, it, because uh, if, if they're not going to catch 60, 70 passes, that point and a half becomes a lot less valuable if, you know, if you're going to take a 30, 40 catch tight end. Uh, would you agree with that, Billy? Yeah, I I would unless I think the only difference is there unless they are a, a touchdown machine, right? And if if they're able to get, um, you know, forty to fifty receptions, but add double digit touchdowns or close to it, I think that's where that's where I'm okay taking them earlier as well. Right, but I I, I think that Jimmy Graham is more like a one catch a game guy, and it's for a touchdown. So you know. Yeah, uh, it's going to be very dependent. It's going to be like one for three or like two for four, and one of them is a touchdown, and he gets you know nine points or right. eight points, whatever it is. Right. Um, all right, let's move over to T. I mean, and carry on in the fourteenth. I mean, I love carry on. I had so much carry on last year, so maybe it's a uh, um. I I, I just um, you know. I had so much carry on last year, so maybe it's just my bias because it it just blew up spectacularly in my face. <laughs> um, but um, one thing that it did teach me uh, for the fiftieth time in my career is to be wary of guys coming off of a, of knee injuries. Um, you know, especially if they're not injured, if they're injured during the season, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth week. Um, it's one of the reasons that I'm not that high on the Bengals is because Joe Burrow had three ligaments damaged. And, you know, I, I've seen people drafting Burrow. Um, you know, he went ahead of Wentz. Um, you know, he didn't really go ahead of anyone else that I think he should have. But there are drafts where Joe Burrow goes real early, ahead of Brady, ahead of Ryan, ahead of Lawrence. And, uh and I like the player, uh, but you know, it, just drafting guys off of three uh, three ligaments has proven to be a risky strategy. Um, they are saying he's on track for uh, the start of the season, so I, I that's been the most recent news this week. I think it's 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 I didn't great hear news. That, so okay, good. Yeah, so the, the 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 most recent news this week is Joe Burrow's on track for the start of the season, uh, and then he's a, he's ahead of schedule and healing well. Um, so I think he has upside. Uh, I just, 
I just think that that line is really going to hinder him. Uh, we saw what it, he was getting crushed last year. He also had exactly. some of the most most attempts for the season, uh, or I should say per game basis. But I think that um, I just I, I really fear that line, and that's kind of the reason why I wanted to go Nick Chubb over Mixon back in round two. Was that offensive line scares me? I mean, they're always ranked thirtieth, thirty one, thirty two in PFF on offensive line grades week in yep. week, or, I mean, year Fair in and year out. And I just think that offensive line, people underestimate um, how much impact it has on positional players in fantasy sports. Especially, I'm glad to hear you say that because Mixon's been, people have gotten into my head with Mixon lately. And the truth is Chubb is, uh, you know, he doesn't have the pass game opportunities that Mixon might, but uh, the offensive line and Chubb is my, I mean, Chubb is just, he's a, he's an amazing running back. All right, He's team good. three. I love Kels Adams and Metcalf's start. Um, I like Mike Davis. I, I like Theoen. Uh, I'm not a Melgo guy, but I like Mel- Michael Carter in the seventh. That's later than he goes. Um, I'm not crazy about his tight end selections altogether. No, no, that, that, that makes no sense to me. If you've got Kel, right back to the point we were making before. I don't know if, you know, this team is either going to win because you've got Kelsey um, or you're going to lose because you have Kelsey. So I I think especially if you're going to do 10 to 15 of these, you've got to build this team around the assumption that Travis Kelsey crushes, right? Yeah, exactly. If he gets hurt, this this team is dead in the water at the position. I mean, Evan Ingram now has Kyle Rudolph in town. Um, they're going to run 12 personnel. They also have um, the addition of Galladay there. They have Saquon back. So I think Evan Ingram takes even a step back from what we saw last year just because there's more weapons uh, at their disposal. And I think the dark horse pick there is Zach Gertz. Where is he going to go? Is he going to stay on the team? I don't think so. But, um, I mean, he could land in another spot where he's – you know, the, the one B or the, or even the two in, 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 in that offense as well. So um, you're really kind of Kelsey dependent there. Cause by taking Kelsey, you now had created a weakness at running back, which is now your Achilles heel in my opinion. All right. Um, I think what they did at quarterback is quite interesting. Um, I just don't think that they got enough out of round nine, 10, 11, 12, 13, and 14. You know, the whole point on waiting on quarterback is to really take guys who are making you a stud team, and then you just have to find a, a quarterback. I just don't think that they 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 got enough out of waiting to justify it. Your thoughts? I mean, if Watson plays this year, I think it's it's a good gamble, but I just I don't like the, the selections they made. I just think it's just a player basis too. It's just a difference of, of players that I like versus what I don't like. And um, I wouldn't have taken a third quarterback at any point. I don't care who your first two quarterbacks are. You can always pick up a third on the waiver wire if you really wanted them. So I think that um, that position, I think it was better suited for another running back dart or, or even another wide receiver dart throw. As someone who's in the league competing against him, I am really happy that I don't like what he did after Kelsey Adams and Metcalf yeah. because if that's firing on all cylinders, that could have been a really dangerous team. Uh, team four, uh, your thoughts? 
Uh, I like the Camara Mixon start. I, I, that's where I'm kind of comfortable taking Mixon. I don't really like him any earlier than that. Uh, I like the Keenan Allen um, pick in three. Carson, I'm okay with there. Uh, I, I like Jamar Chase, but relying on Chase and Devonta Smith as your either wide receiver three or two every week is a little scary to me. And um, I think DJ Chark has upside, but I think has questions as well. Um, because I think people are underestimating um, the addition of Marvin Jones. Marvin Jones is actually a good wide receiver, and I think that he could eat into some of Chark's workload. So um, I don't hate I, the I, and, pick. and the and the noise coming out of Jacksonville hasn't been pro DJ Chark, um, and they've got Chenault, they've got Etienne, they got they added another wide receiver too. I think. Don't forget Tebow. Which one? Don't forget Tebow. <laughs> who <Tim> um, <laughs> yeah I, I don't get people being so upset that they brought him in i think it's I, I, I i mean you know uh, tebow's such a lightning rod because of his faith i mean i'm a christian so i i get you know that the way he expresses it can bother people but really you know from a pure you know, like who gives a crap, you know, that he's give. you know, he's giving him a chance. Either he'll be good enough or he won't, you know, why get all wound up about it? Um, yeah, that team is, you know, I do like a couple of his later picks. Um, but, um, all right. Team five, I've got, I love the, I love the three wide receivers, but we already talked about how, I don't see how you take Cooper Cup there. I don't see how you take Kyle Pitts in the fourth when you've got a three-wide receiver start. Um, passing on Josh Jacobs or David Montgomery. Um, I, 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 oh, wait, no, they were gone. I, I don't see passing on Chris Carson or Mike Davis for Kyle Pitts there. I, I just That's just me. And then he, I, I liked what he did with uh, the five running backs. Most of those guys I like, but Darrington Evans, uh, I, 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 can, I wouldn't draft him in a twenty round draft. Um, and Joe, I'm gonna, Dokes. I'm going to be mean here and say that I, I think he was better off leaving after round three and auto drafting. Okay, uh, <laughs> let's go to Team Six. Uh, they got the King, and then four excellent. Oh, I like I love what they did through Team Six. Um, we've talked about Mostert, and he backed up Mostert with Sermon, Smart, uh, Penny. I, you know, I like Penny. I, I I don't see taking Janu there when you're weak at running back. Um, I would have taken Damian Harris there. I would have taken Damian Harris there as well. Um, and three, you know, three tight, three running backs. I mean, three quarterbacks. I mean, you're just going to get a bad grade for me in the football guys tournament if you take more than two. Um, and taking three, I, I, I just don't know what you're trying to accomplish uh, with that. So I'm going to um, come out and say I think there's a case to be made for at least in these early football guys drafts. I'm okay with taking a second quarterback. Um, at any point, but I, I I think there's a case to be made for only taking one quarterback in these early drafts and just taking dart throws at wide receiver, running back, and hoping something pans out to your favor. Because worst case scenario, you have the waiver run the week before week one, and you can add yourself your second quarterback if those dart throws. If if, if if you weren't part of this, no way Baker Mayfield 
makes it not just uh, no, uh, no way a second quarterback most likely makes it on my team because I'm starting Lamar Jackson. You know, I used a fifth round pick on a quarterback. You know, um, it, you know, I'm never sitting Baker, uh, Lamar Jackson for Baker Mayfield. So, uh, or any quarterback really. So, I mean, that's just, you know, but I'm not against it. If you, you know, like we're partners and you feel like, you know, he's going to be a really valuable guy after a couple of weeks, we'll know if you're right. And, um, you know, and, and, and who are we going to, you know, take instead? You know, I, I think we had McKinnon up, you know, I'm not crazy about that pick. I think it's an okay pick. So I'm okay with the Mayfield that late. But my bigger point is typically if I take a Lamar Jackson, I'm not taking another quarterback. Yep. All right. And then we go to another three quarterback team with an early quarterback. Um, I just think you lose too much. I like the first, uh, I mean, the first three picks are fine. But uh, I'm not scared of that team. Uh, watch them come back and kill me. Yeah. Um, we have a question here from Liz. How many entries do you guys think the 500,000 winner has in the FPG tourney? 20, 50, 100? Um, I had a beeb on our on our uh, show on the Fantasy Football Fanalists uh, this offseason. And I think he said he had 68. I, I believe it was the number. 67, 68. And he said the last team he drafted was the winning team. So... Um, it was a volume play. He did win 2019 and 2020, so he had a little bit of uh, capital behind those 60-plus teams. Um, but 60, 60 teams was the number. How many? So I think he said 68 is what he okay. had. I, I guess you just have to stop right before 69. <laughs> yeah, or just only draft 69. <laughs> that might have cursed it. Um <laughs> All right, so um, I think 69 would have sucked. <laughs> um, all right, Team 7, uh, we, we talked about Team 8. See, this is more what I expect. If you take Mahomes, if you're going to take a quarterback, it's going to be way late. Uh, Taylor reaching for Clyde Edwards-Hilaire, three okay but not spectacular running backs, doubling up on tight end. Tarek Cohen in the 11th, Singletary in the 9th. Um, I'm ready for Team 9. How about you? Yeah, I think so, too. The reach was for the stack. I think he was determined. I think he knew he would get Mahomes, and that's why he completed that. Um, all right, Team 9. I'm shocked that Cam Akers went ahead of Zeke Elliott, um, but I'm glad. I'm very uh, happy. Kittle... Uh, later than he normally falls, uh, we were going to take McLaurin. I know you weren't a fan of Jacobs. He took Kyler and waited uh, again. Uh, Fitzpatrick taking Fitz in the in the ninth, you know, nineteenth round versus a dart. I'm not a fan of that, but it's not. It's it's a it's a minor crime. I I don't like other than his starting two wide receivers. I I think he's He's. Uh, I do like taking Rondell Moore with Christian Kirk, but I have. I, I think you're never going to know when to start either of them. Yeah, he hedged his bets there, and he hedged his bets with Devontae Parker and with Waddle. So I think he's just hoping for one of those two and both teams to pan out uh, to fill in his third wide receiver. But he could be also facing kind of a nightmare situation where they're both just mediocre on both teams. 
And Irv Smith, t talk to me about Irv Smith because I'm struggling here. I know he's a really talented guy, but they didn't throw to either one of them very much last year. Am I missing you know, something? I I think it's just the hype. People are expecting him to get 100% of the Kyle Rudolph touch or the Kyle Rudolph targets. But Tyler Conklin is still on the team, and I think Conklin is going to be more involved than people are are uh, hoping for or that are, are wishing. Um, I think that Irv Smith is being overdrafted, but he does have upside, and I think he could, you know, especially if um, something were to happen to either receiver. I think that's when Irv Smith is really going to pan out for people drafting him in round eight. Um, I'm okay with him in, in that area, but I wouldn't take him any earlier. Hold on one second. I do like uh, the the St. Brown pick in round 16. I think that's a good dart throw at that point. Yeah. Um, I, I that offense is going to be really bad. Um, and right now the other wide receivers on the team are really only Perriman, Cephas, and, and um, Tyrell Williams. So St. Brown could have a direct uh, a direct line for, for meaningful targets. Liz, we're about to do our team. Uh, Liz uh, did the review for us. Love Zeke and I like Chubb. Passing on JK, um, I don't see passing on JK that late. Uh, myself and I was not a Dobbins guy early in the process, as I mentioned. Uh, she doesn't love our wide receivers, but we can get two starters out of the group, like the Andrews Jackson stack, and she likes Heinz Ward. Uh, I mean, <laughs> Heinz Ward. Um, I like Heinz Ward too, but he's no longer. Yeah, there. I, he was always a favorite. I won so many fantasy championships with Heinz Ward. It was <laughs> ridiculous. Um, all right. So I, I, I love our draft. Uh, I, I think that people are underestimating Antonio Brown's value. Um, and that could be the difference, you know, getting a guy like that, that, um, you know, you get a 90 catch hundred catch wide receiver in the ninth round. Um, I think, you know, I know he just had knee surgery, but I, I, I expect him to be better than he was last year. And he was pretty darn good. Um, he's not the old Antonio Brown anymore, but, um, I think that Rager. So what I like about our draft is, and, and, and if I could teach anyone, anything <clears throat> is once we got to that second half, Ferkser, is he an upside guy? Yes. Rager upside guy. Yes. yes. Mooney upside guy. Yes. If he can behave himself, uh, that's part of why, uh, Antonio Brown is, where he is. But I, again, if he doesn't behave himself, I'm okay. You know, give me a ninth round guy who's most likely uh, going to give you a fifth, sixth round value, but could give you first or, I mean, second or third round value, but could also bomb. Well, almost every ninth round guy could bomb. Um, uh, Javian Hawkins, dart throw, but there's a reason for it. Ebron, just to get a third tight end. Butker, we got the second highest kicker off the board. We got a high end defense. Billy believes in Mayfield. Pringle and Benjamin are both shots at taking, uh, uh, you know, dart throws at getting um, significant work on a big offense. So I'm very happy with our draft, Billy. Your thoughts? 
I, I like it too. Um, you know, I think, I think Ferkshire does have upside. And I think I agree wide receivers are a weak point, but that's what happens when you start with three running backs and go early, early tight end and early quarterback, you're going to, you're going to suffer at some position, but I do think that our suffering was limited with upside with our wide receiver selections. Um, and I think it also reflects our, our, our draft strategy Why taking, what is that? Six wide receivers out of eight picks between rounds 16 and 14 or 13. So I think that, uh, I'm fine with it out of, out of, out of all the weaknesses of all the teams. I think that, and I've been out personal biases, but I think that our wide receiver weakness, um, is, is a better weakness than a lot of teams weaknesses that we've led for the first nine. People. A couple of years ago, it wouldn't have been, I mean, you know, Beckham was a first round pick. Brown was a first, uh, the first pick, uh, fuller. I mean, there's, you know, what I like is that we've got four guys who could be, first or second round value based on their their ability now n- the the chances of any one of them you know i think we'll get one of those four guys giving us first or second i mean maybe not first round value but second round value i think we've got a really good chance of getting a number one wide receiver out of one of them um whether it'll be two or not well again you know we didn't start drafting the position to the sixth round so I just um, want to throw something out there with Ferkser too. Ferkser only had a 30% target share last season and he finished with um, 30%. Yeah, very 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 low, okay? He finished with 30% is a very high target share percentage. I mean, sorry, snap share percentage. I, I apologize. Um <laughs> 30% snap share. Did I say target share? He <laughs> said it twice. <laughs> 30% snap share and he finished with 387 yards. He had 53 targets, only playing 30% of the snaps. Um, I think he has very high upside this year, especially with John New Smith leaving town, especially with Corey Davis leaving town. I think Anthony Ferkshire could be the number two target, um, number two most targeted option in this passing game on this team. Yeah, I uh, I mean, I, I, I don't think you need that. But I do think that he has shown that he is a good player. I think the quarterback trusts him. I think tight end is a a, a great – his skill set is great for the play action, Uh, you know, getting behind the linebackers because teams aren't going to focus on him, right? So, um, yeah, I I, I like Ferkser. My problem with Ferkser, and this I run into a lot, is early best ball. I was getting him in the 20th. Yeah. 22nd, 23rd round. So when a guy flies up the board, I I kind of uh all right. So uh we got a question. Joseph Bright, do you think that Michael Thomas has a bounce back year with Winston? Talk about the New Orleans offense without Breeze. Billy, I'm gonna give you first shot at it. I think Sean Payton is gonna get cute and do stupid things. With Taysom Hill, I would not be surprised. We talked about this last night on our on our show on the Fantasy Football Fanalysts. I would not be surprised to see him. Um, let me let me backtrack. I would not be surprised to see Winston play between the twenties and then them throwing Taysom Hill in goal line packages, limiting Winston's upside and as well as um, kind of Taysom Hill's involvement. I, I do think that Michael Thomas has a bounce back year. I think if anyone has a chance to be the number one wide receiver being selected in round, you know, three and four in some drafts, I think Michael Thomas has that outside chance. 
Um, I just don't personally trust Sean Payton and his infatuation with Taysom Hill, who I absolutely hate. And I just think that altogether by them rotating those quarterbacks in and out, I think it's going to limit this offense kind of all the way around, including Alvin Kamara, who I love. But I just think that it's going to damper a little bit of all of everybody's stock on this New Orleans offense. All right. So um, I'm looking at I mean, I agree with some of that. I, I think that there's a chance that Taysom Hill just wins the job outright. So um, first game, uh, Taysom Hill started four games last year. Um, in that in that game, Michael Tom first game. Michael Thomas was nine of twelve tar- uh, nine receptions on twelve targets, hundred and four yards. Um, let me go back to the second game. I want to see if my memory is correct that 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 he focused on Michael Thomas um, a lot. So second, um, he uh, four of six for 50, so not so good. And it's hard to tell because Thomas was so banged up all year. But my my memory was that Taysom Hill really looked for Michael Thomas. Third game. Yeah, because he can't throw the ball deep. And like I nine of nine of eleven for a hundred and five yards. Um and the fourth game. I I would like this offense a lot more if eight if of eight they... for eighty-four. So my point is that I think that Michael Thomas is going is he's healthy. And he did that being unhealthy. If Michael Thomas is healthy, he's going to have a really good year. He's he's my favorite player to draft in the third round period. And um, I think I think if you know, I think you're getting a nice discount. And let's not forget the fact that Drew Brees wasn't Drew Brees anymore. Go ahead, Billy. Yeah, I he's safe. He's definitely safe around there. I have no problem with taking Michael Thomas around three. I think he's a great player in that, especially in that range of players like CD lamb, you know, Terry McLaurin. I'm taking Michael Thomas over all those. Um, I just really hate Taysom Hill. It's a personal bias for me. I lost a main event last year because I needed 11 points from Tyler Lockett and from Alvin Kamara. And what do they do? Taysom Hill just vultures everything. And I just absolutely hate the offense with Taysom Hill. in it. I just, that's, Personal biases. Well, I'm much more worried about Alvin Kamara with Taysom Hill than I am Michael Thomas. Uh, absolutely. And, but I- and, 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 and so that is, you know, like, I that's why I hate. Like, I think in the F- FPC, McCaffrey, Cook, and Kelsey are all really good first three picks. Then I feel like there's nobody that I like more than anyone else up, you know, you know, so like four through 10. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I I don't want the fourth, fifth, sixth. I mean, right now I don't mind it because you can get Adams coming back, but um, that's why I wasn't sad that we got the 10 because, and and we got Zeke. So uh, let's look quickly because I got to run, but let's look quickly at team 11 huggers, I like the start. I like Allen Robinson. I like David Montgomery. I like Hunt. I wouldn't have taken uh, Travis Etienne. I would have taken Sutton. Sutton. Oh, big I'm, time! I'm but so happy. But he came he did. back and got he came back and got our boy Debo. He did. Um, 
who we would have taken over. Um, you know, he he got he got Debo, but um, I, and I'm not a Jerry Judy guy. I I don't get the fascination. Uh, the you know because I like Horton Sutton so much, and I like George Fant, and there's you know no offense. I, 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 the one thing I will say is that te- if it's Teddy Bridgewater, I do think that plays more into Jerry Judy than it does Cortland Sutton because uh, Teddy's a, a short passer. I like Landry as a fourth wide receiver. I like the uh, Rodgers pick. I like Corey Davis. The next three guys, I don't get those picks at all. Um, I, yeah. guess, I, guess, I guess I get Gainwell. I think he does have some upside, but – I'm I'm thinking that you know they missed out on the tight, the, the second tier tight ends um, there had to settle for OJ Howard. Overall, I think that Huggers is going to give us a pretty good run for our money, and then I, I don't get taken to to I mean uh, two other quarterbacks, but I'm beating the dead horse. Your thoughts on Team Eleven? I like his picks. I think I I don't like the Travis Etienne pick. I think his team would have looked a lot more dangerous and our team would have looked worse had he taken Cortland Sutton there. And um, I also am not a Jerry Judy fan. No one did less with more last year outside Jerry Judy and AJ Brown. Um, those were two of the most inconsistent wide receivers in football last year. Um, I agree. I think Teddy Bridgewater probably plays more to that short to intermediate route running, but I think that Noah Fant picks up more of those than Judy does. And I think that, um, I, I I do not like his also his picks, and he doesn't well, have the touchdown equity you would want. Correct, I, and I, I and I don't like twi- the Gainwell pick either. Like I think that them adding Curry on there, I think just kills Gainwell's value. I per, I, I yeah, I'm not I I'm not I, and and I didn't like Gainwell's tape. I think he played like a a, a really good college player. But not a guy, you know. When you look at Gibson's tape and you looked at Pollard's tape, you saw what might make them successful at the next level. I think Gainwell is one of those more solid types that is good for college, but I didn't see the flashy. You know, I think people think flash because he's coming out where Gibson and Power did, but I I didn't see that kind of flash personally. Um, Twice in our draft, we didn't take a guy and he made it back to us. Yes. If Sutton was gone, we would have taken Odell Beckham in round six. So, uh, you know, the, uh, to me, him not taking him taking Travis Etienne there was the best thing that could have happened to us. It, it really is. It's a blessing in disguise, and, and um, or not in disguise. Say it's a blessing that that he didn't take Cortland Sutton because it. I don't think our team would have been as good had we not landed Sutton there. No, because. Um, at that well, point, we you're, we would have got, we would have got, we would have gone Odell Debo. Yeah, exactly. And I, I like Cortland Odell, Be- I mean, uh, Cortland Sutton and Odell Beckham better than Debo and, and Odell. Uh, TD Taz, Aaron, uh, I'm going to, you know what? I'm talking more than you, Billy, you take team 12. Um, I, I like his beginning. I think, I think Julio was a little early is my only really knock on his first, uh, five picks. Um, I probably would have uh, passed on Julio there just with the uncertainty of what team he's going to land on as well. It's very likely he's traded after June 1st. And um, I, I like the Dak and Amari stack that he has. 
Uh, I'm not a big, I, I've always been a Roja fan, but this year I'm not so, not so much with them re-signing uncle Lenny and then also bring in geo. I just think that it's going to be a roulette week and week, week, weekend and week out for that, that backfield. Um, James Connor is okay there. I like the upside, but, um, I think, I think he's limited. So, um, I think the Najee pick, I missed that earlier. I think the Najee was a reach, but I thank you because that gave us Chubb and, um, the rest of it, I'm okay with. I think there's some dart throws in there. AJ Green, I still think, is washed, but I think he's still going to get about 13 to 15% target share in that offense. And and um, I'm not a big fan of the the Hayden Hurst pick um, right there, but he's he's even confirmed that he would have taken Ebron. So looks like we sniped him. No, no, that was uh, that was Huggers who said that we would have sniped him. So uh, uh, you know, Najee Harris, you know if anyone has a worse offensive line right now than the Bengals, it might be the Steelers. So I, I just, I, I don't, you know, I, I like Najee Harris as a player and I get the fact that the Steelers have just fed their number one back. Um, Hunter says this is the worst team um, that he's drafted. Liz, uh, this is my third team. I'll only be doing 10, even with other people, I'll be doing 10 to 15 this year. Uh, doing 30 last year was just way too much work for me during the season. Um, I, I kind of like that uh, the Team 12, though. I think it's an interesting team. I think it's good roster construction. I would argue if you take Dak, you don't need Matthew Stafford. Um, and that might have gotten us Darnell Mooney, so, so thank you. Um, I think that's about it, Billy. Any final thoughts? I really enjoyed doing this with you. Yeah, no, I think that 12 is a good roster construction. There's some breaches I wouldn't have done, but hey, get your guy. That's that's my firm believer. So I, I don't love Gasicki this year either because of, uh, you know, they've added two big weapons and uh, Parker's already there. And, and, Tua. Waddle, and Waddle plays across the middle too. Um, Waddle, Waddle is, a, you know, I haven't been getting much of him. But I, you know, he, he is a, he, you know, we, we took Fuller instead of Waddle. I think he can go the other way. I think so as well, especially reuniting him with his college quarterback. I'm just not a big Tua fan altogether, but I think that I, I firmly believe you could go either way on the, on Waddle or Wolf. I there. think Waddle has the kind of speed that Fuller had. And I am not sure that Fuller still has. But Will, you know, I'm, I, I like Will Fuller. Don't get me wrong. I mean, he was one of my most owned players last year. I was taking him in the fifth, sixth round um, of drafts last year, and he stayed healthy. Um, PED is a wonderful thing. <laughs> yeah. But, uh, but uh, you know, I, 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 I do think that I think that I like Waddle more than Devonta Smith. Um circular druid um what i guess I your no team six is. cooney ola well oh. you're welcome um <laughs> i mean we, we we try not to be nasty and um and just be honest at the same time and you know look the reason we do this both billy and i is to make other people better uh, exactly and, and and to also think out loud and maybe get corrected yeah yeah, exactly. I think the, I was only nasty with Team Five. That's really the only one. Everybody else, I was. Uh, I think everyone had reasoning and and 
for the most part had pretty good roster construction and 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 their selections but uh there isn't really anybody in here uh, outside one team that i think just just did um i think everybody did a pretty good job drafting here so i'm trying to say yep well billy thank you for joining me i i really appreciate all your um expertise and uh helping me look at players a little bit differently than some I have, uh, some guys I normally would draft. And I think uh, there's an old verse in the Bible that says, uh, iron, like iron sharpens iron, so one man sharpens another. And I know that you've made me a sharper tool, and I appreciate it. I look forward to doing this with you again. Yeah, vice versa. I appreciate the invite, and uh, look forward to drafting more with you, Todd. All right, that's going to do it, folks. Um, I will download this and get it up on um, on the audio up uh, either later today or tomorrow. And uh, thank you for the support. Thank you for everyone who came in and made it a fun draft from a comments perspective. And we'll talk to you soon.